0: Let's begin. Welcome back to the Relatable Voice podcast. Today, the RV is on the road to Denver, Colorado, to speak with Ron Hammond. Ron comes from a corporate finance background and has just published his first book entitled Life, Live Your Humanity, Activate Your Innate Human Values for a Meaningful, and Connected Life. So, my dear Ron, welcome to the RV. Uh,
1: Thank you, Lucia. I'm really happy to be here.
0: I'm more more than happy, Ron. And you also have a third-class pilot's license. So, what (laughs) does that mean and how often do you fly?
1: Well, so the a third class pilot's license is basically, I think almost the lowest level that you can go. Um, I can, I'm only rated to fly small airplanes like a Cessna 172. Um, and you know, I, this was a dream of mine um, from, a, from a young kid, I think since I was six years old, I wanted to be a commercial airline pilot and it just didn't work out. You know, it was a, it's very expensive uh, to make that happen. And you know, I ended up going off to college anyway and getting a degree in economics. And it wasn't until later in my life that I was able to realize my dream of getting a pilot's license. Um, it's on a much smaller scale, of course, uh, now than it would have been, or I wished it would have been, um, but I'm really enjoying it. And I'm not flying nearly as much as I would like to, but I'm, I'm really hoping to get back into that um, here pretty soon
0: hmm Congratulations that you came through.
1: Hmm? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yes, of course. And, Ron, a lot of people have fear of flying. you agree with me?
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: <laughs> so, what do you enjoy about flying planes?
1: You know, I think that, you know, I live here, you know, in, in Denver. Uh, where we have the Rocky Mountains who, you know, the Rocky Mountains are just so majestic and beautiful. And I really love going up and flying along the front range of the Rocky Mountains and just seeing, I mean, how you, you really get, you get a good idea of how great they are from the ground. But when you're up there in the air and you can really see the topography of the mountains and just how high up they go, um, it's kind of awe-inspiring, and I just think it's awe-inspiring to see the earth from a different vantage point, you know, where you're actually in command of the airplane um, and, and, you know, kind of creating your own destiny for that short period of time, you know, where you're just able to go out there and fly where you want and see different things and experience different things. It's, it's just really an amazing thing to do.
0: It is. I have to tell you <laughs> that... I don't like heights, but I love flying.
1: Well, I don't like heights either. I can't climb a ladder. Um, (laughs) I can't really go above the third rung of a ladder, um, but I can get in an airplane and I think it's because you're enclosed, you know, inside of the airplane, (laughs) Uh I know it doesn't make sense. Right. But, uh, but you know, you're enclosed in the airplane and, uh, it just is a different feeling altogether. Um, but yes, to get me on a ladder, that's just not going to happen.
0: Hi, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's funny. And you worked in corporate finance for 25 years. So, Ron, what made you want to become a writer?
1: So, you know, I think we, we kind of, we go through these different periods in our lives. I don't think, you know, some people have the same career their whole life. Some people don't, you know, and I think I fall into that category of just not starting in something and staying in it until, uh, you know, until I ended my career. And it was probably about 15 years ago, I think maybe a little bit more. I just, I had this flash in my mind about writing a book. But the thing is, is, I didn't, I didn't know what the subject was. And it it kept revisiting me in my mind over and over and over again. And I would get frustrated with myself because I thought, I, I can't do this. I'm not a writer. You know, I, I have a degree in economics. I work in corporate finance. You know, this is like the furthest thing out of my wheelhouse. And when I went through a few years ago, I went through a layoff and I was really kind of struggling to find something um, to do. And you know, the, the job market is tough. Um, it's, it's especially tough as you get a little age on you, you know, which is where we are right now. And I thought to myself, well, maybe I should really consider doing this book writing venture that I would like to try. And so I did, but the idea of what to write about came on a, you know, kind of an unfortunate event. I was almost involved in a car accident. Um, and a pretty bad car accident had the potential to be pretty bad, I should say. And it was all because someone was in a hurry to change lanes and it was on a very crowded road Mm -hmm. and they were just in a hurry and they cut me off and nearly hit the person in front of them and nearly hit me. Mm -hmm. And it was then, it was kind of almost like a divine intervention, I think um at that moment where i started thinking to myself well how is it that we're all treating each other today i mean why are we you know why is there so much vitriol in the world and why are people doing things like this and then it made me start reflecting on how i'm showing up in the world and i thought i could probably do a little better and so i set out to change my path a little bit here and the book is a chronicle Of what I was able to do, you know, is around activating compassion and empathy and love and self love and kindness towards other people. And so I wrote that book as the blueprint of how I was actually able to change my life a little bit for the better. And I haven't looked back since. That was a pretty long answer, wasn't it, Lucia? No, I
0: love your answer. I really love to know the inspiration behind my guest's books and I was reading about your book and you mentioned that the basis of your book is let's really see one another. Yes. Can you explain what that means?
1: So, you know, I think that we get so busy in our lives, we're busy in our careers um, you know, we're, we're busy raising children and our career between just those two things alone um, that can really take a lot of your, of your personal brain power, you know, and it's easy to get turned inward and to not think about the needs of other people in addition to your own needs. And I think that what happens is, is we forget that. All of us are out there just trying to make our way in the world the best way we know how at any given moment in time. And so if somebody does something that we perceive as an offense to us, it's easy for us to let our egos take over and maybe lash out at that person, you know, in some way, or even if you don't lash out, maybe have, you know, a thought about that person that's not so kind. You know, and all of these things affect how you show up in the world every day. And, you know, it's kind of like I always like to say, if, if you're kind to somebody, that really inspires that person to be kind to someone else. Yes. And it's, yes, it's just a ripple effect, you know, so why not be the catalyst for that yourself? Mm-hmm. And I think that that involves us really trying to understand that we're all just trying to make it in the world, you know, and if we, if we really learn how to see one another, I think that you would see an end to some of the vitriol. And, you know, this kind of spills over into politics as well. People are so divided politically. Um, and
0: <laughs> I was going to tell it because this is the most divided our country has ever been.
1: Yes, I would agree with you.
0: And, Rom, what do you hope readers will take away from your book in this situation, for example?
1: Well, I, I hope that the, the readers of my book will take away that, you know, we all, while we may have different viewpoints and different opinions, we can respect those different viewpoints and opinions without being hateful and mean to one another. You know, we we have to be able to accept that every one of us, you might have a different opinion than I have, Lucia, but it wouldn't affect the way that you and I would interact with one another, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that if we can get out of our ego minds and our heads with these things and just say, you know, I have a different opinion, but I respect yours. Um, I think that goes a long way in kind of calming down those flames that we see out there going on in the world, you know, because people, when they feel like they're back into a corner, they sometimes kind of lash out. And, and when we you know argue with someone over a difference of opinion on something, um, both of us feel like we're back into a corner and we, we say things that are not so nice to one another mm. and we act in ways that are not so nice to one another. And so I really hope that the the person, the reader of my book can take away that it's okay to have different opinions. It's okay to feel differently. Um, It doesn't mean that we have to treat each other with disrespect and unkind and being unkind to one another.
0: Yeah, I love it. So basic, yeah.
1: It is, it's really getting back to the basics, you know, and I I talk about in the book, these, I use the word innate human values because I believe that we're all born with these values already instilled in us, but we have to learn how to activate them again. We had them probably as children, you know, you, you look at the way that, that, that children interact with one another, you know, when they're very young and they're kind and empathetic and, and I think you know, life takes over and those values go dormant, but they're still there. So I think if we can figure out a way to activate those values for ourselves in the world, once again, things would change for the better.
0: Yes, I agree with you 100% wrong. Uh, and we were discussing your goals and aspirations earlier. And I really liked the, what you had to say about being in service to others.
1: You know, so. I, I feel like that's a really, really, that's a really important point. Uh, and I think people confuse being in service with so many other things, like oh, I'm not going to wait on you hand and foot, you know, or I'm, I'm not going to just be your sole caretaker. You know, what I say when I mean being in service is. You can be in service no matter what your career is. You know, helping someone get through their day with something. You know, If you're working, you know, I always think about this when I was working in a corporate finance job. You know, the way that I was in service to the you know, vice presidents and so forth that I supported was I made sure that they had the latest and greatest numbers so that they could make the best decisions for the business. And so being in service is thinking a little bit ahead about how you can make someone's life a little easier and and to help them along on their path. Um, When I was looking for a job before I started writing my book, um, I volunteered my time at the Ronald McDonald House here in Denver. And I was a house manager where I would help the guests that came in with their sick children you know, get to their rooms and check them in and show them around. And that was my act of being in service. I mean, these were families that were coming in at some of the worst times of their lives, you know, with sick children. And so I, I was trying to be a very positive influence on their experience of staying there and making sure that they were comfortable. That was my act of service towards them. Mm. But those are the things that we can do for one another. Um, and. I think that the effect for you personally is is it makes you more joyful overall. You know, we need to be needed. You know, unfortunately, that's just how we are, right? We're wired this way. And sometimes satisfying that need to be needed brings an awful lot of joy into your own life. That again, has that ripple effect that you take to other people that you meet along the way every day. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's amazing how you changed your profession. And after the accident, you started writing. I think it's like you started seeing the world in another way.
1: You know, I, I do see the world a little differently. And I think that it goes back to what we were saying previously. I think that I finally understood we're all just getting along the best way we can with what we know in any given moment of our days. Right, and so having that compassion towards other people, and understanding that that other people are just going through their days. Sometimes we sleepwalk through our days. We don't understand. You know, we don't know our, the effect of our actions on other people. But you can change the narrative with that, and tell yourself, you know, I think that person just might not be having such a great day today. Maybe I can help them, mm-hmm. and. And I think that does change your viewpoint of the world and of human of the human race in general. Um, and if you can act on that every day, I promise you that your life will change for the better.
0: Mm-hmm. And Ron, <laughs> so beautiful. Ron, can you tell us a little bit more about your book? How did you research for this book?
1: So what I did was I decided, you know, I think I really wanted to be more joyful. I think I want to be more kind. I, I want to be more gracious and have gratitude in my life. And that's just some of the, you know, there's 10 chapters with 10 different values that I write about in the book, um, you know, integrity and kindness and humility and so forth. And so I just decided I'm gonna take one week and I'm going to see how I can activate compassion in my life. And so I would, in situations where I needed to use that, I would do it, you know, and I would make mental notes or I would start writing things down about what I did, you know, and how I was able to do that for myself. And that was really the basis of the whole book. And I think that what I'm doing as I'm writing the book is I'm looking back in time at moments past where I could have done something a little bit better, but... I did this and I learned from it, you know, for instance, activating compassion, I tell the story about how there was a homeless man sitting, um, in, in the back of my house, leaning against my garage, having his lunch one day. And I just happened to stumble upon him. I was pulling the trash cans in, you know, from the alley behind my house. And he said to me, sir, I'm, I'm not going to be here for very long. Um, I just wanted a quiet place to have my lunch. And of course I said, you know, I'm really sorry that, you know, you're going through all of this in your life. And we, we struck a, we struck up a conversation and I learned an awful lot about this, this man that was sitting there. And it was at that point that I realized, you know, my, I have a pretty good life here, you know, and, and my life isn't, isn't so bad comparatively speaking, you know, and I really Felt a lot of compassion and empathy for this man and what he was going through. I won't go into the whole story, but you know, I, I think he's going to get on his feet pretty quickly. I think this was a temporary thing for him, but but you know, I, I I went inside my house and I brought him some water. You know, he didn't have anything to drink, and I brought him some water out. And you really would have thought that I had given this guy the world by doing that. You know, it was such a small gesture that had such a large impact. And those are the things that I think we can, we can do. It, it's, it doesn't take a grand gesture to really help someone else or to make someone's day better. And so I write about this in my book. And honestly, it was, as I was writing it, I was realizing, gosh, you know, we really can do these things. It doesn't take a lot of effort, but the impact is really, really large.
0: Reads, it reads. It My mom always said, "Smile for people and show that you appreciate that they are there for you because it's free." And I said, "Yes, of course. Why? <laughs> yeah, just I think smiling for someone—it's uh, it's like giving something so special. At least a start, yeah." If you cannot say anything, you cannot give anything, just start with a nice smile, warm smile. And yeah, basically we need more compassion and gratitude also in this world, Ron. You're completely right. And I would like to ask you if you would like to leave a message, any message you want to
1: leave. Well, in addition to the let's really see one another, I would you know, say, let's, let's take some time to really reach out and connect. Um, it doesn't take a lot of effort and the benefits to you personally are so large. I mean, you, you, you'll be walking on air or you on know, cloud nine, you know, um, by doing it, notice the way that you feel when you smile at somebody or you offer a kindness to someone, pay attention. To how you're feeling inside when you do that and that's your impetus to keep going um, i think if we all do this one person at a time we have the power to change the world i think we underestimate our power uh, but we do have the power to change the world for the better and to keep it that way but we're all going to have to put just a minute level of effort in there to make that happen I think the rewards to you personally are greater than it takes and the effort that it takes.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, you are completely right. And Rome, where can we find you online? Can find your book and also let us know if you are planning to publish another book.
1: Well, so I'll answer the last question first. Um, I do have an idea that it's kind of incubating in my mind right now, but I haven't taken action on it yet. Um, I'm still kind of working on it mentally. Um, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, and, you know, my book is available pretty much everywhere. You know, Amazon has has it available. It can be to your house, you know, in, in, in two days' time, you know, if you order it. But um, I also have my website, ronhammond.com. And I am starting a TikTok page where I am uh, posting some very short videos of of suggestions about how you can activate uh, these values in your life for yourself um, with just little hints there, you know, hints and a little bit of wisdom. Uh, That's just now beginning to get off of the ground. Um, So you can find me on TikTok under Ron Hammond.
0: Mm -hmm. So you like making videos?
1: Yes. Well, you know, it's not my uh, it, it's not my forte, I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bouncing my way through it um, and doing the best I can. And I've only I think I've only put three up right now so far, but I I'm trying to get to it weekly. Just I have the what I call live your humanity moments, you know, where we can I can share with you. Here's how I did this and here's how you can do it. So, you know, hopefully people will will take a look.
0: Wonderful. It was such a pleasure to have you here today. Although I had to drive from Spain to Ohio, Ohio, no sorry, Denver. <laughs>
1: to Denver. That was a long trip for you, wasn't it?
0: It was. <laughs> but the length landscape and the company was just fabulous.
1: Well, thank you, Lucia. Really, the pleasure is all mine. I really enjoyed my time with you today, and 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 thank you for for uh, putting me on your podcast. It was really an enjoyable experience.
0: It was my pleasure, and also I want to tell our listeners that you will be featured as our author of the week next week. Oh,
1: great! Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you, and I hope you have a great day today, Lucia. Thank
0: you, too. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening, and remember relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until
1: next time.